Hello and welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast with me, Ant, and I'm here with Dave. Hello. And we are going to talk about a few films, a couple games, and then our film club uh, with full spoilers. The two films were Marriage Story on Netflix and The Vast of Night on Prime. Uh, but first, let's talk a couple games. Um, two, actually, that are available now to download for free if you're a PlayStation Plus member. Uh, Control Ultimate Edition and Destruction All-Stars. Um, the third game available for download is Concrete Genie, but I don't think either of us have played that. Um, no. But Dave recently completed Control Ultimate Edition because he paid money for it. <laughs> but Just... I didn't get... I... Didn't get done this time though. For once. Oh, what happened? Like I played it before it got went free. Where oh, normally that... I buy them and then they yeah. go free, and I'm like, Ugh. That's true. <laughs> normally you've paid for it and then it goes free and you haven't touched yeah. it. This time you did pl- bu- buy it, play it before it went free. Yeah. So you yeah. kind of won, kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take it as a, a victory. <laughs> get where you can. Yeah. Um, so do you want to start with Control Ultimate Edition? Well, you actually, it's not the Ultimate Edition that's free. But you've got the Ultimate Edition. I think it is the Ultimate Edition on PS4. It's the only version on PS4 is the Ultimate Edition. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it basically just includes the, um, the DLC. DLC packs and, um, you know, like the Ray Tracing, but I can't comment on that because I haven't played it yet. Mm. But the PS4 version I played via backwards compatibility and absolutely perfect isn't that I've been waiting I told you this I've been mm. waiting for the PS5 and um, it's a really really good game it's very a bit well it's you'll find out when you play it um, it's a sort of similarities to what Alan Wake oh, okay um, the, the weirdness and all that kind of Twin Peaks style vibes that you get from Alan Wake, that's still here in Control. Um, it's based in, I can't think what it's called now, it's been a while since I played, it's been at least a month since I finished it. Is it, a real, a, is it a real place? No, 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 it's based in a building, which is like the FBI, but it's not the FBI, it's like, I can't think if it's called the FCU or FBU or something like that, and um, it's called the old ha- oldest house the building is, but when you're in this building, it's like a skyscraper of sorts, but different sections lead to different kind of dimensions. That's how I think it <laughs> kind of went because it is very, very strange. It's brilliant, but it is very strange like that. I mean, it's just it's a really good game. The gunplay, it's amazing. The physics and the destructibility in the game are brilliant. The characters are all great. The, it's not a problem with the game, but the one thing that might great it plays is when you're playing it, um, because it's kind of it's not Metroidvania where new sections open up with new abilities they do but they don't but you can still get to certain sections but you can play the game in almost not any order but you can sort of find bosses you shouldn't really find until you've kind of got close to all your abilities and okay. almost like overpowered status Um and I stumbled across one. I was like, oh, I cannot beat this boss. Anyway, and I was like, how am I going to progress the story? And then I figured out that it was actually doing a side mission. 
<laughs> so then I just blitzed through the story missions and then I went back and did a lot of the side stuff and I, I wasn't overpowered where it was a piece of cake but what I, I did find it a lot easier than when and I don't mean easy I still mm. mean difficult mm. but a lot easier than when I stumbled across these yeah not bosses. impossible anymore <laughs> no yeah basically yeah mm. but so it this is, is a, a game very, that very good game yeah, everyone says that. Everyone raves about it. And every time I saw footage, I was like, oh, looks okay. But I always yeah. wanted to try it because everyone said it was good, even though it didn't didn't look as good as everyone said it was. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Whenever I watch the videos and that on YouTube, and that, I was always put off by the, the way she, she was levitating and flying around the screen. I was like, I don't really like that kind of stuff in games. I like to just kind of, you know, like Max Payne it. Hmm. But it's actually it's really, really good. What's the tip? Because you can, like, telekinesis, isn't it? You pick stuff up and throw it around. Yeah. She's got that ability. Yeah. And that always looked a bit naff. Does it feel better than no. it looks? No, it's, yeah, it's really, really good. Really, really useful. Um, Very, very good ability in the game, that is. Cool. I don't want to say too much because you can add, you can upgrade it, like, and, yeah, very, very good. Hmm. Okay, so that's available on PlayStation Plus now for free. That's a PlayStation 5 version. You can't get it if you just got PlayStation 4. Is that right? Um, I think it says PS4 and PS5. Okay. I could be completely wrong about that, obviously. I didn't pay too much attention when I downloaded no, it. No, me. I think there was like... Destruction All Stars was PS5. And I think it said Concrete Genius PS4, but you can do it via backwards compatibility. Mm. And then I think it said Ultimate Edition... PS4 slash PS5. I've downloaded all three and was excited for all three, and that hasn't happened for a long time. That was very... I mean, even though I've got Concrete Genie and um, Control, I still was like, wow, what a month. It's it's such a good month. It's the best month I can remember for ages. I'm not even sure PlayStation 4 had a month this good. It's solid. Mm -hmm. Anyway, another game that uh, went free... It was Destruction All-Stars. Well, it launched free. This wasn't out before it appeared here, was it? Say again, sorry. This launched as a yeah. free game. It wasn't available before. No. Which is Destruction All-Stars, which is basically Destruction Derby jazzed up from the old PlayStation 1. Well, that's the premise. I don't know if it's got anything to do with that game. Um, You've played more than me. I played one game yesterday. Um... I wasn't that taken with it. It looked fun, but I'm not sure it will get me back. Oh. That was that was my take. No, and um, I was talking to Paz on the forums, and um, he said, I can't believe it was going to be a $60, $70 game on release. And I was like, well, it was nowhere near ready, which is obvious, and he agreed. But um, even now, it's not worth 40 £50 pounds English <laughs> Sterling, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> but um, I am enjoying it um, a lot. I like the solo mode, which is obviously free for all. Um, the oh, I think it's called Grid Four, where the grid slowly breaks up, and it's obviously last man standing, which is battle royale. But I think the game time's only like six, seven minutes. Mm. That's good, um, and I like. I think it's Carnado where 
it's two teams of eight, I think it is, and it's you get points for hitting, wrecking, all that stuff, and then you basically have to crash your car into the tornado in the middle of the room to bank your points, mm. and then obviously start again. But if you get killed or change your cars when you're on a point spree, you lose your points. So risk and reward. Mm. And the last one, um, I'm not a big fan of that. It's basically capture the flag where you have to get out your car. You smash people's cars and these coins, um, wrenches or something come off, cogs. You pick them up, you have to get out your car, pick them up and then you, ha- then you have to bank on the A, B or C. But I'm not going to play that one a lot. But I, I am enjoying it. Um, the issues I have is it automatically puts you in a chat room Nobody wants that, so loads of people <laughs> just hitting the PlayStation button and muting that, and then muting the mics on the touchpads. Mm. Um, and then the other issue I have, which I think is a big issue for the game, is um, it's it's not explained well enough about characters' abilities and the abilities when they get the hero vehicle and the game modes. The game modes can pick up fair enough, but it should have more detailed explanation about how the points work for hitting cars, wrecking cars dodging and stuff like that when you're out the cars. Mm. So it, it, just small videos which could last 15 seconds and then, you know, or 30 seconds and then the same for each character. It should have at least one minute tutorial, two, two tutorials for each character. 30 seconds about the personal ability and then 30 seconds or 15 seconds each about their, their hero car and, and its special ability and its breaker, whichever... I can't explain the break. I've just figured it out myself. But... um yeah, it just needs a bit more info, but I, I am enjoying it, but I've got to be honest, I said to Paz, I, I think it'll probably be dead by Christmas, even though they've got a year's roadmap. <laughs> yeah. um, not, I'm not struggling to get games at the moment, but like, you've tried it, you've had a game, and you're like, I'm not sure if I'll go back. Mm. And that's how I really enjoyed that Worms Rumble, but I was going on, I wasn't getting into games, and I was like, not wasting my time sitting around waiting for to find a game. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. I didn't really... I have a full grasp of what was going on. I knew what I had to do, but I didn't know how well I was doing in compared, comparison to everyone I was playing. I didn't yeah. know my character had a special ability, which you've just mentioned. I didn't have long to pick a character, so I just yeah, picked that's... the one that looked cool. Yeah, <laughs> I thought, no, okay, true. that one looks all right, I'll pick that one. But I only saw about five, and I would put yeah. it back and pick the one that looked right. I, to be honest, I didn't think it would have any bearing on my driver i'm surprised that they have special abilities the cars don't there's no difference in the cars it's just like for instance when you if you let once you're in the hero car and you pick up enough points you can use like their i think it's called break or special Mm. and the car i was using it just electrocutes everything around you Mm. um within your radius so the guy i picked could go invisible so not everyone can do that yeah Got no, they all, it's like a hero shooter, but with cars, isn't it? Yeah. It's got a lot yeah. of good ideas. It was just a bit chaotic for me, in my my yeah. old brain. <laughs> yeah, because, like I said, the, if, if it was explained better and you could take it in, that would help. But you don't feel like there's enough explanation there, mm. I don't. But at the same time, the first thing you have to do when you get to it is sit through some tutorials. A tutorial, yeah. And I was like, oh, I can't be arsed with this. I just want to play. Yeah. But then, yeah. like, again, if I just jumped in, I'd have been like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do hope it's got legs, not just because it's first party game or anything like that, because I'm enjoying it. Hmm. Um, and I've just got this feeling it might be dead by the end of the year, which would be a shame because 
I am going to stick with it, to be fair. I mm. am gonna, it's, it's pulled me away from Hitman and um, that other game I forgot to tell you I was playing before we started. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. But I, I just totally understand and respect anyone's opinion on it. That's like, I'm not feeling it um, or any of that stuff. Yeah. I just don't know if I've got those massive multiplayer games in me. Honestly. No, I, I'm not a big multiplayer gamer anymore, am I? But um, this, I think probably what helps me out is the fact that it's a racer as well. Yeah, you love a bit it's of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically cars smashing each other to pieces. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, let's talk a few films because you've watched, on top of our film club, you've been busy. Yeah. You've watched The Fog, Society and Possessor. Yes. Let's start with The Fog. This is the old Fog, isn't it? The original. The original, yeah. John Carpenter. Um, I made this, made this, sorry, two years after Halloween. And I feel bad saying it because I did enjoy it. It wasn't quite what I expected. Had you seen it before? Uh, no, never. It's on my like classic list. <laughs> so it was good. It had a good atmosphere, good ten, um, like suspense about it. But it's like, do you know the beginning of Jaws when you know there's a shark attack but then nothing happens for ages? Mm. It's a bit like that. Like something happens at the start but then nothing really happens after the first half hour and then it comes back in the last half hour but nothing's really happening but you know it's building up to something and then that something doesn't quite pay off. But it's an old film but my problem is because obviously a whole carpentry such high regard for like The Thing and Big Trouble in Little China and obviously Halloween Maybe I'm being a bit unfair because it is a good film, but it's just I I'd heard like it was really violent and really gr- gruesome and that, and it, it just wasn't. Mm. It's probably paled <laughs> in modern standards. Yeah, but the score as well. Because I never knew until the other day. I knew he did scores, but I never knew he knew he composed all his own films. But the score in it's really good. Okay. Yeah, but um, like I say, if you're a horror fan, definitely watch it. If you haven't seen it, now I want to watch this. The remake to see how that you know compares mm. so what's the deal with the fog is the sort of enemy if you like the fog or is something happening within the fog or don't you find okay, it so basically um a hundred years before the town it's based in is having its hundred year celebration and a hundred years before that before the celebration a pirate ship not pirate ship a ship if i think it's colonials sunk on the coast and the gold that they found at the bottom of the sea, they used to help build the, city, the town up into what it is now. So they're very grateful for it. But you find out there's something more sinister to how they've got the gold. And that's why a that hundred years later, the fog comes mm. back. And with the fog comes the pirate ship's crew okay. and captain for revenge. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, and it's like I say, it's 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 a good film, and I do want to watch the, I do want to watch not the sequel, the remake. Mm. But I've got a feeling the remake will be probably probably piss poor, from what I've heard. Mm. When was it? When was the remake done? Um, it was made probably early two thousands. When do you remember when they made that Smallville show? Yeah. Um, you know the lad who played Superman in that. Mm-hmm. He he was at the peak of his acting. You know, like everybody was, and he was in the remake. Tom Welling or something like that, is it? I've got no idea. Is he still around? Um, I'm not sure. He was in 
I think he was in, you know, that DC TV show they've got called um, Legends of Tomorrow or something. Okay. We've got loads of people who played Superman to don the Superman outfit for one episode. Oh, okay. Sounds quite cool. Quite clever. Yeah. So, okay, The Fog, Hit Miss. Why don't you say watch it if you're hit, a horror fan? Hit if you're a horror fan, I think. Mm. Uh, if you're not like big into horror like me, then I, I probably wouldn't say watch it. Mm. And if you disagree with Dave, what's your Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> we don't go out. <laughs> <laughs> we don't go out is the, 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 the podcast Twitter, Dave. What's your Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should probably say, like, because I'm going to start putting stars next to the film. Five is like essential, isn't it? Four is yeah. very, very good. Three is, yeah. for me, no. Like Four is a must-watchers. Five is essential. Three is good, very good. Two's like, okay, and I don't want to say anything's bad or anything, but one's like, yeah, don't bother. Mm. I don't want to go um, ultra negative and say, piece of shit, don't waste <laughs> your time, and all that kind of stuff. Just, yeah, not very good. Okay. Yeah, we are, well, I say we, we are well, going to start. Do. We both do it well, mate. Yeah, we're going to start using the Twitter account more, not just to let you know when the pod's up, so if you don't follow and you are on Twitter... Uh, you might want to follow at We Don't Go Out. We're going to start utilising that a little bit more. Uh, Dave's we'll going to start me. The, we'll start this week by, uh, I reckon, you review my film on Twitter and I'll review yours. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. So okay. not for the ones we've just done because we're about to do that on the pod. No. Well, actually, no, because no. that's spoilers for the pod. No, don't do, do an in-depth review. Mm. It's a little hot take. Well, yeah, or you can post it after the film, after the day, after yeah. we've done the pod. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Okay. Right. Yeah, okay. but anyway, we're going to start doing more with that, with the social media yeah. in general. Games and films, TV, yeah. anything we're watching, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you've watched more. You've watched Society. Yes. I don't even know what this one is. I had I watched this because the, i seen the front cover for the film or DVD, whatever, poster, years ago, and it intrigued me. And... Um, then, because, don't get me wrong, I am quite, what's the word, my tummy tickles quite bad at, like, gross stuff, but body horror does intrigue me. Not <laughs> human centipede style, but, you know, like Cronenberg, like the flying, obviously I'm going to talk about his son's film in a bit. But um, I wanted to see it because I've heard it's quite gross the last 30 minutes. And um, Which film is this society? Yeah, basically, this lad, he feels like there's something wrong between him and his family, he can't quite put his finger on it but he believe, he also believes there's like incest between his mum, dad and sister and another kid at the school is like, oh I've got all this evidence and shining psychiatrist, the psychiatrist listening to it, going back to him and going, now listen to the tape and the tape's something completely different and you're just like, oh is he mad or is he not mad or is he like, you know what I mean mm. and uh, I don't think it's a spoiler to say anything about this, it's like 1980s <laughs> so <laughs> It turns out he's not going mad. His family are basically... He's not... They're not... He's not their son. They've basically, like, raised him ready for this ritual. Oh, okay. It's like a massive orgy. They've raised him for an orgy? Yeah, basically. Like, so his mum, the dad, and the sister are like, oh, there is incest going on, but it's not the type of incest you think, because (laughs) I think... They're aliens, but it doesn't quite say they're aliens. They just say we're better than you. They click on themselves to the society and they say, this is how it goes. 
were just better than you and they're all rich people and stuff. Mm. But why I say I think the Malians is because when this orgy starts, they can kind of like mutate and gel together. And at one section, like the daughter is inside the mum and the mum's walking around and the daughter's head is just like hanging out the mum's vagina. And it's like weird. And then what the, the dad. Fuck? Yeah, the dad is in his own arse and legs. And <laughs> his head comes out his ass. And he says to his son, like, oh, I suppose I am a butthead because he calls him a butthead in the film. And it's really weird. Like, the end, it's just like a mesh of bodies all mutated and tangled together. And it's, oh, I was like going, oh, watching it. And because it, it does look quite good for its age. When was this and, made um, in the 80s? I think so, yeah. 89, I think it was, or 87. Bloody hell. But where it goes wrong is because towards the end when you think, oh, God, this is going to be really bad and grim and stuff, but it kind of gets more like... Like... Like Kim. slapstick. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, like silly. And I was like, oh. So, like, it kind of took the edge off the nastiness of it for me a bit, but I was still like... I watched it, I was kind of like... I didn't think it was very good. But I'd still say to horror fans, you probably do need to see this. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because I think it's one of the ones that horror fans need to see once, you know, like Critters and daft stuff like that. Mm. But yeah, it, like I say, if you're not a horror fan... Wasn't the 80s? That. The 80s was a strange time for film. Yes, yes. Fucking very bizarre. Strange. Yeah, you, that would never get made now, that, that society. No, no. chance. No. <laughs> not a remake on the horizon then. <laughs> Well, you probably would, but it'd be like if if they could make it for like, you know, like that Blumhouse, like six, seven million. Animate it. Wouldn't it. Be as daft either. Get a Japanese you studio on it. Do an anime. Oh God, no! I don't think I'd do that. <laughs> Makes me feel a bit funny talking about it. To be honest, yeah. Have you watched Paprika yet? Have you not got to that yet? No, I am going to watch that. No, I'm trying. I'm trying to get through some of these like gross out horrors, and then I'm going to watch Paprika. Hmm. That's a film Dave's bought, by the way, and I'm, I want his review soon. That's an anime. It's what made me think of oh, it. I'll just quickly uh, tell you, you know what came in the post today? No. Knives Out. I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have access to it on streaming services, but I still bought it. I love it. 4K? No, I didn't I didn't splash out. It was 20, 15 or 20 quid, and I could get that one for like six quid, so I was like, mm, just go for the start. And uh, I think with 4K, I know we're going off subject a bit, is... I think it's got to be, like, dazzling. Something very special, like, you know, like, imagine watching Ready Player One in 4K. Yeah, something that needs the visual uh, Yes, bang. the spectacle. Yeah, yeah. spectacle is much better word. <laughs> or bang. <Yeah>. Um. <laughs> bang. <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang, you <laughs> Needs to pop, Dave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the last film you watched, uh, Possessor. Yes, this was brilliant. Um, Brandon Cronenberg. Are these all horror films? Yeah, it's I would say, it's body horror. I would say it's I wouldn't say it's horror, but it's definitely got those elements. Love um, a little horror film. Yeah, Brandon Cronenberg's obviously it was not obviously, but he's David Cronenberg's son. The premise is, um, you know, like in the world of let's just say assassination, this company has a way to assassinate people where they kidnap someone. They perform a brain, um, I don't know how to say, operation, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they basically imp- uh, implant something in the brain where one of their assassins from a building wherever can go into this like 
like a VR unit, but it's like like an elephant with a, with a trunk. Hmm. And from there, they lie there for however long they be, days, weeks. But I think it's only a week or something like that. And um, they control their body and they perform the assassination. But they have to do it within to make it seem like that person was doing it for a reason. Hmm. So at the start, she performs an assassination um, with this young lady. I'm going to guess she's a hostess. And then she gets the next job, and she's the boyfriend of a... Is it Hyrus? Harris? Hyrus? Harris. Harris, that's it, sorry. So basically, she doesn't talk to her dad very... And they don't get on very well. The dad's divorced. But she's got a boyfriend who works for the dad. So the idea is the the boyfriend's going to kill the dad and then his girlfriend out of jealousy and basically revenge for the way the father's treated them at the company. Mm. But she's losing her grip on reality to an extent or herself. So at, at the start, she's meant to shoot herself after she completes the assassination, but she doesn't. She pulls the gun on the police and the police shoot her to death. And then as the when she becomes this next chap, she doesn't, she doesn't succeed. She stabs him in the neck, in the throat, Pokes his eye out with a um, like a, a, is it a fire poke. No, and yeah, poker. Yeah, fire she poker. puts it through his mouth and she pulls it out. You see his teeth coming out his mouth like proper body horror. I was like, oh god, it's Sean Bean. <laughs> I and mean, normally Sean Bean dies and everything, doesn't he? But he doesn't die. He survives. <laughs> oh, and as the film goes on, yeah, he survives. So as the film goes on, like um, towards the end, the climax, um, she. You think she's losing? She is. She's kind of no. He's controlling, and she's controlling at certain points. He's get he's getting his grip back on his body, and she's okay. losing. He's fighting back. His body. Yeah. So he goes to her apartment, at the finale, where her son and husband are, but she's not with her son and husband. She's like estranged. Is that the right word? Yeah. She's they're together, but they don't live together because she's always away with work. Hmm. But um, it's. I don't want to give anything else away. But it's, I thought it was very good. I, I, honestly, I think it was essential viewing. I said to my cousin, I said, Christopher Nolan would wish he'd come up with the premise, you know, like, because um, it's a great sci-fi idea, like um, mm. using other people for your assassinations. And there is two or three lines in there, which that obviously Inception doesn't own the rights to the lines, but they're used in the film. And you're like, oh, my God. I said the exact same thing in the same sort of context in Inception. Like, <laughs> so and, it's a bit um, of a, do you think it's paying homage to it? Do you think he loved it? Well, I, it's not a homage, but he's definitely, for me, I mean, he might not admit it, but I think he's got to be an, an Inception fan or a sci-fi fan anyway. And for, well, certain parts of Inception I really, really like. Oh, wait a minute. And uh, This came after Inception? Yeah, Possessor, it's on. It came out last year. Oh. Yeah, so... Yeah, Brandon Cronenberg's probably only in his probably coming up to Thursday, maybe just over. I've got no. But um, yeah, um, I, I said to my mate, this is the type of film Christopher Nolan would love to make, but obviously a PG. <laughs> my cousin, sorry, and he was like, really that good? And I was like, yeah, honestly, he'd just be wetting himself about the premise, but he's not. He doesn't like like ultra violence, does he, Nolan? Hmm. Well, I don't so, know. Batman's quite violent. Not that violent. No, but when I say violent, I mean, like, you don't see blood really no, no. any of his films, do you? But yeah, it was really, really good. And that is one I just massive thumbs up. Just watch it if you can. Possessor. Yes. What's that on? Is it a streaming? It, yeah, it's a rental on Prime. A rental on Prime. 
Prime, probably Sony's PlayStation Store, all that. It's probably on all of them. Yeah, it'll be everywhere, won't it? Yeah. For me, that's a must-watch film. Cool. Possessor. I've never heard of I that I actually one. put a review up on the... Um, just a short review on the um, Twitter this yeah. week at some point. Okay, cool. It may already be up, depending on when this goes up. So, yeah. Yeah. At We Didn't Go Out on Twitter. It's going to get used more. <laughs> yeah. Right, so I think that's everything we wanted to chat about. So let's move on to the first two films from the 2021 Film Club. Okay, you go first. Okay, so Marriage Story on Netflix and The Vast of Night on Prime. We're going to do The Vast of Night last because if you haven't watched it, I want you to watch it. It's it's good. Um, Marriage Story, though, eh, doesn't really have spoilers, so... Yeah, we're going to talk about it. We are going to talk about it openly, so if you do want to go in blind, don't listen to this either. But yeah, Marriage Story, Netflix. Um, this was my pick. Um, it's kind of what I expected. I don't know what it got the Oscar for. <laughs> like, which category? Um, oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, um, it was good. I did enjoy it. But like I said, there was no surprises. The biggest surprise for me was that that's how the divorce system works in America. Wow, so, yeah, yeah. So, Jesus. Is that what it, do you think that's what it's more, like, it's it's trying to, like, focus on that and make it, expose it a little bit, do you think, the film? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think so. I mean, these people aren't poor people. It's very rare, really, in an American film that you, it's focused on poor people. Mm-hmm. It's always, always quite wealthy usually white people don't you think it's normally like that sort of perfect american picture even when it gets like this this is a a sad story with nasty characters uh, making it worse yeah um but even so it's still just kind of glossy do you know what i mean yeah in a way i like that because i watched kramer versus kramer and um i've told you about this tonight before and that was a good film that was but that was really sad, whereas this, it was sad, but it had some really nice light moments, which kind of just kept it upbeat. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Even though it was sad what was happening, it, it kept... It, it, it didn't feel, like, depressing. And no. Like, oh, God. Like, I felt really bad for Adam Driver's character, and I thought, oh, I'm just going to say straight away, I thought, um, Scholar, I can never pronounce his name, is it Johannesburg? Johansson, Johansson, sorry, apologies. Scott Johansson and Adam Driver were just absolutely amazing. I thought, really, really good. I don't think she won an Oscar, didn't she, for best supporting female? I think Um, supporting. She was not her. Oh no, the the divorce lawyer. I can't remember her name. She's from Jurassic Park, isn't she? Oh God, was that her from Jurassic Park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember her name. I can't either. Is it Laura? Laura, Laura Dern. That sounds like someone's name. <laughs> well, you really have two words. <laughs> Laura and Dern. Right, hang on, here we go. Yeah, Laura Dern. She was good in it. I think she won an Oscar. Um, I just, I, I, I loved it. I've got to be honest. I was a bit dreading it when I've seen the runtime, but it flew by. It, yeah, it didn't drag. Yeah, it was really good. Um, some of the long 
dialogue sequences and I was thinking, oh my God, this is amazing. They haven't cut and they've got the argument. And I was just like, oh, they argued for a while, obviously cut at some points, but they must have done some of those in one takes and then like redone them again from different angles. But I was just so impressed. Yeah, there was that scene where Scarlett Johansson, I think where she first opens up to that lawyer and she's just yes. talking and talking and talking and yeah, must have been something there. Yeah, that was that was good. She did do well yeah. there. Um, and Drive, that's the first time I've seen him like proper act, if you like. Yeah. And he was really, really good. Yeah, brilliant. Very good. He could sing at the end. His singing was really good. Yeah, I was surprised. That was a bit weird. That whole end where he sang. I liked. I did like that bit in the bar when he was singing. I really enjoyed that part. Um, I think it leaves it open to that would they get back together but it's kind of like when they're together is it toxic see I yeah because at the very start they're in that it is a divorce situation but they're both meant to be reading out uh, what they first loved about each other yeah and they don't read it to each other he wants to but she doesn't yeah she's not up for it and that starts an argument and you can see that they're really stretched. That made me well up at the end when um, yeah, his son's reading it and then Adam Drive reads it and that was, was like, whoa. Yeah. The acting. Like, mm. wow. He's so he just, good. His chin goes and then he just started crying. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> just trying to see what awards it won and who won them. I think the, the chap who made it, he's just signed a new deal with Netflix, hasn't he, for seven years or seven films or something like that. Must be seven films. But either way, is it Noah, Noah, oh, oh, terrible pronunciation. Is it Baobach or Boom, Boom, Bash? This is the one I didn't even try and pronounce last time. Yeah, um, but I, I, Bach, I love it. Looks like. Massive thumbs up for me. I wouldn't give it a massive thumbs up. I would. I know I'm not saying you have got to, but I really enjoyed it. I'm not saying something I'd say to everyone you need to see. But if you're like me and you like to watch films from different genres and different stories and stuff, then yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's definitely good. But I don't think it's a film you could sit down and watch whatever your mood. No, 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 no. I agree with you on that. No, you need to be ready for it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, the American... Oh, just the systems in place for divorce are disgusting. Absolutely yeah. horrible. That's what it highlighted to me. Yeah. And it, I thought it was nice that it, it did oh, end somewhat amicably. Sorry, i just got to say, Ray Liotta, oh, he's so funny. <laughs> oh, his lawyer in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just, like you said, it's just two people, and there's two worse people, which I'm guessing you're on about the lawyers, make yeah. the situation even worse. Yeah. Just out for blood. Yeah. That's their job, isn't it? It is, but it shouldn't be. It should be to find a nice, you know, nice split. But then as soon as someone starts playing dirty, you kind of have to join in. (laughs) Yeah, basically, that was what he was saying to him, wasn't he? Yeah. And she did. And he's like, oh, my God. I thought he was wrong about it, but he was right. Mm. Because Laura Dern's character talked her into it. Mm. But when she she, says at the end, I got you 55%. And she's like, I didn't ask for that. And she's like, no, I just made sure you got it. It's like, yeah, nah, man. 
But that was for that was for the lawyer, wasn't it? She didn't care. She's like, mm, I didn't didn't like the sound of fifty fifty. I couldn't I couldn't have lived for myself. Yeah, she that. wanted to feel like she won. Yeah, she than... got the upper hand. Yeah. Nasty. Yeah. Right. So yeah, thumbs up from me. Massive thumbs up from Dave. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the vast of night. I was been worrying, not worrying, but I was like, well, I was thinking. Oh, I hope Ant likes this. I can't believe I can't have the first. <laughs> well, not the first, but the second pick of is it the second pick of twenty twenty. Is it the first? Second. I I built no, it as our first pick. I probably is the first. Then I either way, I was thinking I, I can't have this first or second pick as a flop. No, it is our second pick. I think you're right. It's yes. second pick. Yeah. Um. Well, it's not a flop. And I you just want to. I just want to say again that this is a spoiler chat and if you are thinking of watching this film uh, don't listen to this because yes. knowing about it will ruin it we'll just tell you at the start before before we talk about the film well let me let me read I the thing again I was going to say it's a massive 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 from, from me <laughs> just so if people don't want to you know get it spoiled <laughs> so let me just read the, the little intro thing from IMDB it's got thank you mate I'm just going to read the intro thing from IMDb. It's got one night in New Mexico in the late 1950s, a switchboard operator and a radio DJ discover a strange audio frequency which could change the future forever. So now full spoilers. If that's interested you at all, go and watch it. It's on Prime. It's made by Amazon, so it probably won't be going anywhere. But watch it before it does, because Amazon, even Amazon originals tend to disappear don't know why. Yeah. I tried to try and sell them or something, ship them around. Anyway, yes, I did like this rather a lot. It's very good. Very, very good. I I was worried at the start because oh, the, the radio DJ, I can't remember his name, he annoyed me. Mm. At the beginning, was he annoying to you? No, I was a bit like, why are they all so kind of like... You know, like when people see um, a celebrity and they're like, oh, it mm. felt like that. Like everyone was really, oh, you know, I wanted to talk to him. I can't remember his name. Um, really wanted to talk to him a bit. You know what I mean? Oh, Everett. He's the go-to Everett. guy, wasn't he? Yeah, Everett. He was the go-to guy, wasn't he, in the town? Yeah, everyone. It's because he was the local radio presenter. I'm not sure. But Must the record, they, they do say he's very good at his job, don't they? So I guess he's a bit of a personality. Mm. It was the local radio DJ. He seemed very good at what he did. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he seemed to be a bit of a fix-it guy as well for anyone's sort of tech. He was at the basketball yeah. game fixing stuff. I thought he was a bit of a dick when he hit that guy's trumpet for no real reason. <laughs> I found that funny. <laughs> I, did, I thought, oh, it, I wasn't gelling to him at all. I thought he was a bit of a twat. Yeah. Um, but then about... I think it's about the 25-minute mark. It starts to get yeah. seriously good. And the other actor, uh, the girl who played um, Faye, yeah. she was fantastic. Yeah, brilliant. And she uh, was that long shot, and she's doing the different radio um, yeah. switchboard. Oh, my God, I was watching it. And then only about four or five minutes, she was like, hang on, they haven't cut? No, they didn't cut once. How is she once? remembering all of this? <laughs> well, it's remembering it, but there was like a lot of prop work there as well. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Sticking it, all those cables, like it's like an old-fashioned switchboard. Yeah. yeah. 
Man, it was she yeah. Practice that a load. Yeah. <laughs> I wondered if the headphones were working. Yeah, that's a good point. And they were feeding the lines. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. She could have been looking at the lines off camera. Yeah, could have been. Way, I mean, she... probably not. She probably just learned them. She's a professional actress. Yeah. I'm not going to take anything away yeah. from her. But that was a, an impressive yeah. scene. It was. Just like you say, the first 15 minutes, there's a lot of dialogue. And like my mate said to me, he says, I was ready to drop it, but I stuck with it and he really enjoyed it. He says, it's a big payoff, the final third of the film, a massive payoff for putting up with the first 15, 20. And I was like, it didn't bother me because I looked at it as I was trying to get character development and getting to know these two leads as quick as they could in a short span of time. I'm with your cousin. The first 15 minutes I found quite irritating. Yeah. No, I said that. It would put a lot of people off. But mm. for me, I enjoyed that part. I Especially having the conversation about technology. And they were saying, oh, yeah, I can see that happening. These tubes take you in around the world. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was like, what? A tiny, a tiny TV in your hand that you can connect phone anyone? And there's like, nah. <laughs> when yeah. he says to her, what happens if they don't answer it? That means they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. yeah, they've always got it on them, so why wouldn't they answer? If they don't answer, yeah. it means they're dead. Yeah, very good, that was. <laughs> you took, you you lead anyway about the how you fit, felt it finished or anything else, because I've seen it and I've, I've, I just could just wax lyrical about it. Well, I liked I when they found the signal and they put it out, I really liked that. I liked the fact it was shot in real time. Yeah. I liked the fact there were lots of lingering shots, and when it went across town... It literally yes. shot across town. The camera took you across town. There must have been... I didn't. I couldn't see them, but there must have been bits where they stitched that together. I think it was three shots. Was it three shots? It's very it impressive. Three shots. Yeah, very good though, wasn't it? So it skimmed across town to the other location. Yeah. Um, and then the radio signal. And the first caller, um, the guy who went out to the test sites and did experiments, and they used him to yeah. do experiments... His call really got me hooked in. Yeah. I was a little disappointed when they went to the old lady's house. Yeah. That felt a bit kooky to me. Yeah. If she'd have been a bit more, like, worn down, is that the right word? Yeah, there was she, something that didn't she was, quite makeup sit. and everything on. Maybe she put that on thinking he was going to take it to her son. Maybe. I don't know. But um, that bit was, like you said, that bit was a bit kooky. I think that was their way trying to make you... Think, oh, this is just a big like um, to, to doubt wild it. goose chase, like yeah. yeah, maybe. And then that ending, though. Oh, I, I'm in the for everyone, but I oh, when you hear that music all the way through the film, don't you? And then at the end, when they're there, and then the piano kicks in, I was like, holy shit! It made me <laughs> emotional, and I don't know why. Cause I was thinking, I haven't felt emotional all through the film, but that be just made me feel all. I don't know, I can't explain it, it just made me emotional, I was like, whoa. Was it because they had the baby at that time? No, I, don't, I think it was, no, I think it was just the way the music kicked in, it just made it feel like a really special moment in like, movies, I, I don't know, like the way movies are made, and, mm. you know, like, there's that moment in E.T. when they get on the bikes and then the bikes take off, and E.T.'s just doing, you know, like, mm. whoa. <laughs> there's lots of moments through film history but for someone to nail that in like a prime movie and you're like what we were saying earlier Amazon Netflix has a lot more stuff but prime seems to get 
better stuff and that for me was yeah was, I just thought it was yeah it was brilliant what did you think about the way it was set up with those um weird and it cut to it every so often the weird camera perspective if you like like it was looking through an old 1950s television oh like, like you're watching a TV show like yeah there's an episode of the Twilight Zone or something mm. I was a bit shocked at that at first because I was like watching the right thing yeah Mm. But um, it was strange. I, I wouldn't say I was a big fan of that part, but I think the rest of the movie made up for that. It could kind of like let that go a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a bit jarring that bit because it popped yeah. up a few times. Mm-hmm. And I think it caught nineteen fifties or my idea of nineteen fifties America well. Yeah, yeah. Um, they spoke very quickly. I don't know if that was... It must have been intentional, otherwise they wouldn't have done it, but... Yeah. I don't know, they rattled through this to everything they said. Yeah, you're right there. That's true. And it did Maybe, it was, maybe it's the area. Maybe that was a common thing about where they were from. Maybe. It didn't feel... Um, a lot of it, anyway, didn't feel natural. Mm-hmm. It felt, felt quite scripted. I think yeah. that was the style of it. But yeah, there was no pausing between different people speaking. They just launched into it, which is what made it yeah. feel fast. But also, it's yeah. like, you, well, you haven't, it doesn't feel like you've thought about what you're saying. And I don't know if that yeah. slowed down or if I got used to it, but I'd noticed it really a lot in the first 15, 20 minutes. Uh, I, I think with the start, I think it's because that Everett's quite popular and she has his, like, kind of undivided attention. So I think she's excited to tell him about this magazine, but he fires off quite fast as well. But maybe that's because he's a radio presenter, not mm. sure. Um, but like you say, it happens a few times in the film. I think when it doesn't happen is when that chap phones in. It quite slows down then, doesn't it? Mm. Maybe that but was I- intentional to make that bit really stand out because I was hanging yes. on his every word. Because then for them to be talking fast afterwards is understandable because then they're kind of like, mm. what, what, what are we on to here? What are we on to? You know what I mean? Mm. So what did you think of the end where they're gone? Um, I think they've been taken. My mate said dead. And I was like, dead? And he was like, yeah, I think they're dead. And I was like, no, I just thought they were taken, to be honest with you. Were you worried about them? I, I wasn't that concerned. I wasn't me. concerned for them because I had the feeling... I know you can't say anything, but like from what she said, they're not here to hurt us. They're just here to monitor us and watch us mm. and learn. And I was kind of like, all right, they took these two. I don't, maybe because they saw them. I'm not sure. Three, three at the three, baby two. Two, yeah. I forgot they had the baby, yeah. That's true. The baby one makes me uncomfortable, <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. But at the same time, every time when you saw... The alien craft, which incidentally I fucking loved. How yeah. refreshing were the alien craft to yeah, not be really super duper, you know, like it's like it was been designed in the 50s, basically. Yeah. 1950s idea of an American spaceship. Yeah. But almost done in a sort of, oh, you know how like the early Star Wars ships have that sort of, like, look like they've been built, not like they've yeah. been. I don't know, chiselled out of marble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they had that sort of feel to them. And every when you saw them, the music was quite relaxed and serene the music and gentle. Was just brilliant then. 
Yeah, and I just thought yeah. these. I'm not worried about these these aliens. Yeah, <laughs> I know they take people, but I feel like these people aren't in jeopardy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah, yeah. You know they're no they're, they're going to be yeah. There's no danger. They're going to be okay. The only thing I didn't like was they took both of those two characters and the baby. The baby's the one that. Oh, I worry about the baby. <laughs> yeah. Don't hurt the baby. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's yeah. it. It's a great film. Mm, it was a great film. Very good. We're off to a very good start again. We are. I'm trying to think what the films were last time. The Gentleman. Oh yeah, The Gentleman and... Nice, well, not nice, sorry. Uh, gentleman, which I thought could win the whole thing. I was, I was very confident. Mm-hmm. Let me get on our Instagram because I put them on Instagram. The gentleman and oh, the Midnight Sky, which was a good film. Oh yeah, yeah. Not too confident about the gentleman's chances now. Um. Well, they've got the the both all these films are very early, which is not always a good thing mm-hmm. for a awards season. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, we started really well, and I haven't like intentionally been picking surefire hits. I've just picked things that you know. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't normally pick Marriage Story, but I'd heard good things, but I didn't think it was going to appeal to me, and in some ways it didn't. But it was a good film. Yeah, it was very good. Mm. Yeah, so a couple of... I mean, you reckon this is your front-runner now for film of 2021? Yeah, but I do get overexcited when I see something good, don't I? <laughs> you do. <laughs> yeah. Right, shall we pick our films for next time? Okie doke. Right, now I've picked... Let me get it back up so I get the name right. <laughs> Actually, let me get it on IMDb so I can read out the synopsis. Right, the film I've picked has been recommended to me, actually, a guy from work. Um, it's called One... Oh, am I picking for Prime? Prime. Yes, yep. I'm picking One Night in Miami. Okay. A fictional account of one incredible night where icons Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Sam Cooke and Jim Brown gathered to discuss their roles in the civil rights movement and cultural upheaval of the 60s. All right. Potentially quite a heavy film. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my mate at work watched it he said he absolutely loved it and he's been out and bought the Malcolm X autobiography or biography uh, so yeah it's really uh, struck a chord with him and I didn't I'd never heard about this film before now um, obviously I've heard of Muhammad Ali Malcolm X um, I've heard of Sam Cooke I love that one song he's famous for Jim Brown is new to me apparently he's an American football player um, they're all um black American icons and I think this is a fictional thing this isn't like a true story it's a fictional thing okay but it's like I've seen, I've seen the um, the picture for this on um, what's it called probably but I haven't I do not know anything about it apart from that description you just give me yes I've picked a film 
granted, someone else told me to, or recommended, I've just, just recommended it. Um, I think I just saw that it came out the, the Boxing Day. Let me have a look. There you go, then. That's my excuse for not seeing it yet. Yeah, <laughs> 26th of December 2020, Boxing yeah. Day. Day after Christmas. For any overseas listeners who haven't got a fucking clue what Boxing Day is. The day when all the English fight each other. Oh, that's every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that's Prime. One Night in Miami. That's your homework. And then Dave's homework from Netflix. Is Calm with Horses 2019. Calm with Horses. Yes. So what do you think this will be about, Ant? Um, a horse whisperer? <laughs> <laughs> Ready? This is the synopsis. I, I, I've seen a trailer for this and I know it's meant to be really good. Okay. Douglas Arm Armstrong has become the feared enforcer for the drug-dealing Devers family, whilst also trying to be a good father. Torn between these two families, Arm's loyalties are tested when he's asked to kill for the first time. Oh, okay. What's it called? The Calm? Calm with horses. So I'm going to guess it's a bit of a morality tale issue for him. Calm with horses. I'll write that down because I will forget yes. that one. Okay. I'll put these on our Twitter when the episode goes up. Not Twitter. Well, Twitter as well, but Instagram. Yeah. So when the episode goes up, um, we'll we'll put these forward. One Night in Miami, Calm with Horses. I've never heard of Calm with Horses, like, at all. The British film. Oh, a British film. Yep. Oh, that's going to be fucking gritty, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, no, Dave. <laughs> what have you got me watching? It's not going to be a guy Richie Gritty, though. No, this is going to be... What's that film that you made me watch? Kill Switch. Yeah, it's no, going to be Kill, Kill List. Switch Gritty. Kill List. Kill List. Yeah. God, Kill List. No. <laughs> <laughs> not a great film, Dave. Nasty. <laughs> yeah, nasty little film. Yeah. Yeah, last little film. <laughs> I do love that actor in it though, the um, the Irish one who's in Luther. Have you watched Luther? Yes, oh, I love Luther. I know you're on about. I can't think of his name. I don't know his name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Calm with Horses, One Night in Miami. Those are the uh, homework picks. And uh, yes, yeah, we wrap it there. Yeah. I think we've discussed everything. This yep. has been the We Don't Grow Up podcast. If you want to catch us on Twitter, the podcast Twitter is at We Don't Go Out. Same as the Instagram, at We Don't Go Out. We're going to try and use those more. If you want to get us individually, I'm at Anthony Hulse, Anthony with an H. And Dave, you are at... We Don't Go Out. No, <laughs> no, that's another one. I don't actually know what my at is. I'll have to look. I'll you can have, have to, to change that at. It's not... It's not sticking. It's kind of like King Henry. What's wrong with that, King Henry? King Henry well, something, it is. isn't it? And it's a dog picture. I'm going to oh, tweet it, it out. I'm going to tweet awesome. it out. Do that, then. Okay. Oh, yeah, at Dave. Can you change that? Yeah, at part. I'm sure you can. People do it occasionally. You have to teach me how to change it, and I'll change it to something nice. It's simple. <laughs> I might change my personal Twitter one to not Twitter, my personal Instagram. Not feeling yeah. it anymore. Anyway, that's yeah, by the by. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. The homework, One Night in Miami, 
calm with horses, and we'll catch you next time when we talk full spoilers about those. Ta-ta.